Okay. Folks, this is Posing a Matrix. It is uh, the 5th of January. My goodness, it's going fast already. 7.01 p.m. Brian, we made it. We're here. <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have you back. Thanks. People have been asking for you and stuff like that. So, yeah. Cool. And uh, and all the Christmas blessings and stuff weren't just to me. They were to you, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, folks, uh, hey, get the dynamic duo again, right? And... Um, we're coming in um, to today. Uh, the name of our show is Waking Up the Narcotic Sheep, or Narcoleptic, excuse me, Sheep. Um, are people waking up, or are they stuck in a hypnotic stupor? Yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> the answer is yes. Um, sure. So, there we go. Better. Um, oh, good there deal. Good deal. So hopefully, folks, we can get on our regular uh, Monday routine. I know today's Wednesday, and... Um, the reason for that is my fault. Actually, there's no fault, you know, there never is, but except when the computer messes up, then it's the computer's fault <laughs> or the provider. Um, but, uh, thir- um, excuse me, Monday was my birthday, so we celebrated that. And then Tuesday was our son in law's birthday, so we had to celebrate that. So, hence, it's Wednesday and we're here. But uh, another day older and another day less wise for me. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> How can they say it another day wiser when people naturally get memory loss and Alzheimer's when they, when yeah. they get older? I don't I don't patronizing us, that's why they're just patronizing. Uh, I guess, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Brian, you know, this last couple of weeks has been really interesting. Um, uh, I don't, well, it goes back further than two weeks, but uh, we were talking before the show, folks, and um, what happened was uh, in Italy – the security forces decided, hey, our people are going to start getting the shot. And that night, the uh, the warehouse that houses all the vaccine burnt down to the ground. I just wish that our government, our our troops and stuff would have the same, uh, oh, what do they call yeah, it? Yeah, the same thing. Yeah. 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 So anyway, then what would happen? Oh, yeah. South Africa, the, um, the government, the parliament decided that they were going to start uh, locking things up again when there's no need to. And uh, that evening or the next day, a parliament building burnt down. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't know if it's a joke, Brian, but um, I got a thing from, I got this feed from South Africa. I really love it because they're, they're like uh, maybe a month ahead of us and, and, you know, the, the supposed infection and, um, so when things happen down there, you could, you know, a month, a week or two weeks or three weeks, it's going to happen here. But um, what happened was they uh, supposedly, unless this is a, you know, one of those joke things, but I, I can see this happening. Um, they, uh, since the parliament didn't have anywhere to meet, some circus opened up a tent for them to meet in there. <laughs> so, That's fitting. You could go, yeah, you could go there wherever way you want. <laughs> it's but, like a circus. Uh, That's for sure. Oh my isn't God. that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, anyway, uh, Brian, why don't you tell us, you know, what's what's going on? Well, you know, what have you been researching? Oh, uh, I've just been re- just keeping up on the news. That's like a full time job. I mean, that's true. I was thinking today uh, what I read on my phone today in the news when back in the 80s, when I started following Bible prophecy, um, one event would happen every few months, maybe a couple of months. Uh-huh. Now there's 20. 15 to 20 a day. You know, wow. you got you got China, 
Mm-hmm. You've got uh, it's what's being ready to invade Taiwan. You got Russia ready to invade Ukraine. You uh-huh. got our economy. What's going on there? I read today. It's not, I'm not going to talk about it much because we're not doing that tonight. But um, I think uh, at the end of this month, ten asteroids are going to pass by the Earth. Ten. Wow. At one time, in, in like one That's day. Amazing. Yeah. Really? And one of them is the size of the Golden Gate Bridge. Wow. So, and it's like, if I would have read that back then, I'd go, oh my gosh, it should be, it would be headline news. Now it's just a little footnote. Yeah. You right. know? So there's so much going on. It's just overload. But um, I've been keeping track of the COVID as we've been talking before the show uh-huh. and all the variants. And um, it's, it's like, you know, it was like, what was the movie? Um, it was the old movie Airplane, and it showed it showed a picture in the airport, and it showed a, a, a like an advertisement for a movie at the airport. Remember that, Dave? And yeah. It showed, yeah. And it showed the movie Rocky. It was like Rocky 38, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's what I feel like this variant is just one after another after another, and it's just never going to stop. Right. And I agree. They, the... I think what's going on here, I know what's going on here. It's, it's all, oh. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Here um, I am. Whoa. The whole thing is, it's fear, folks. The government, the politicians on both sides of the aisle, I, I'm, they're both they're just as bad on the Republicans. There's some really good Republicans, as I've said. There's actually some good Democrats, but I mean, the majority aren't good. And they're mm-hmm. they're pumping everybody full of fear. Just right. everybody's afraid. First, it was, you know, the COVID. You know, and now then it was the variant, and now it's Omicron or Omicron, however you want to pronounce it. And then there's another a couple more coming that I found that are here now, and uh, they're just not out in the news as much, but they're coming to a to a clinic near you. So uh-huh. it's all fear and. I, I had a coworker today. I didn't tell you this, and uh, he's been vaccinated. He and I'm not. And he knows it. We're wearing masks, and we're talking about. He goes, "Oh, that Omicron, it's really bad." And I don't know where he's getting his information, but this is what he said. I was shocked. He goes, "I'm lucky. Be, we'll be lucky if, if what do he say? Yeah, that ninety percent of us will be gone by next year. Really, ninety percent of the population is going to die in twelve months." And I go, really? He goes, why? He goes, that Omicron, it's horrible. It's really devastating. I go, do you know anything about it? Well, I know it spreads. I go, well, Uh most viruses do spread. I go, that's why they're viruses. (laughs) And Uh he goes, you know anything else about it? He goes, no. I said, did you know it's less dangerous than the common cold? No, I didn't know that. I go, go, with regular COVID that we've been dealing with in, in the original COVID scam, I think it was a 99.9%, um, you know, recovery rate, rate. not going to die. You uh-huh. know? He goes, really? I thought once you got COVID, you were dead. I go, no. Oh, boy. 99.8 or 0.9%, you're going to survive COVID if you get it. He goes, really? So he, I think I made him feel better, but he was so afraid. I was just like, and then, you know, you get the typical people riding around in their cars with their shields and masks on and gloves on in their car by themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I so, agree. so yeah, I've been researching stuff the last few weeks and um, there's a lot of stuff going on besides COVID. 
maybe we can get into in later shows, you know? Sure. But there's a lot of, um, I, I, I could be wrong. This is just a guesstimate and just a feeling. But I think after the Olympics is over, China is going to invade Taiwan. Okay. Well, That's my opinion. I hope I'm wrong. Right. I really do. I don't want, this isn't a prophecy or just, just a feeling that because the Olympics is in China, I think Beijing. Right. And so uh-huh. they're not going to do anything right now, but they've been uh, uh, saber rattling their swords, flying flights over Taiwan airspace and Japanese airspace. Uh, right. Today, uh, North Korea fired a rocket over over the waters over Japan, near Japan. Oh, they're and at they it again, it, huh? Yeah, and they said it was a ballistic missile this time. It wasn't like a medium or light range. It was a long-range ballistic missile, huh. which can hit Hawaii or California. Right. So, And you don't hear anything from the administration on it. They're all worried about, you know, transgender and wokeness and and make sure you get the booster. You know, you got to get that booster and do your part. So, right. and everybody, not everybody, a lot of people I know getting boosters are getting sick. Mm-hmm. They're not dying. And that's good. I don't want my friends to die and my family, obviously. Right. But there are some, some of my uh, people that I know are getting sick from it or right. been sick from it. So mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping that these vaccines that they wear off and don't affect them in the long term but we know better because we've talked we've talked about that that's right. just wish list but there's a lot going on and you know and folks you think going back to china and i know we're going to get into covid but covid's been a smoke screen anybody out there who falls by bible prophecy china's in the bible it's the army in the right. east it's an ezekiel that comes yeah. from the east down to attack israel uh, the Euphrates rivers is dried up or somehow they cry, they're able to get in. But that, that's a for debate. I know people talk about that. But the point is, China's mentioned the scriptures. The United States isn't directly mentioned in the scriptures. It is mentioned a little bit, but not like China and Russia. So both China and Russia, which are mentioned directly in scripture, are in the news every day. And Russia is on the verge of attacking Ukraine and China's on the verge of attacking Taiwan. This is just me. I don't think China just wants Taiwan. Taiwan's not very big. And what's China? 1.4 billion people. I don't know what's in Taiwan, but it's not very big. So they're not taking, they don't want it back for landmass because there's not much there. And I've talked about this in previous shows in the past. China has destroyed its environment and they are the biggest polluter. They pollute the sky, the ground, the water, the everything is polluted. They have slave labor. They Mm -hmm. they pay people hardly anything. I hate to say it, but our iPhones come from China. The Samsung's come your phones, most of them except Blackberry and a few others. Blackberry, last I checked, comes from Canada. Okay. And I'm not a salesman for BlackBerry, but that's probably going to be one of my next phones because it's one of the most secure phones out there. Not right. the most secure, but it's pretty secure. iPhones aren't secure anymore. So, but China's making all this stuff with slave labor, yet the Democrats are on us about not being vaccinated. Right. And that we're spreading the disease and we're killing people and we're, we're horrible. And we, uh, Fauci said last Monday, an interview that he thinks 
vaccine, unvaccinated people shouldn't be able to travel state to state. Yeah. That we would get blocked. Like I live in California, Dave lives in Oregon. I couldn't go visit Dave and he can't come and visit me because we're both unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. So, and you think that can't happen in America? Yep, it, it can happen. Is it going to happen yep. right now? I don't think so because there's a lot of red states that aren't going to do it. Right. And I, I think a lot of the governors are going to, that would be political suicide because the elections are coming up. Mm-hmm. But China, I got a feeling, is going to invade. And I think at the same time or close to the same time, Russia's going to invade Ukraine. And why are they doing this? Because our president is weak and they know it. They know Biden will not stop them. Right. He'll put sanctions against them. And that's all he'll do. He might throw a couple of cruise missiles here and there and do some stuff like that. Maybe rescue some of our people that might be stranded, but he's not going to stop them. Right. And Putin knows it and China knows it. And I think China and Russia used to be enemies for many, many years. And now they're allies. They sell secrets back and forth. They've done military exercises together. Mm-hmm. They, they changed, they exchanged embassies and they have, you know, it, it's just, they're, they're not best friends. That's for sure. But they have a common, a, a, a common enemy and that's the United States. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they want us out of the way. Why? Because China has a world plan to dominate the world. And right. they're not going to do it like Hitler did it. They're going to they're do it a different way. And they've already started. And actually, when they started, isn't when you think. They started going after the world. And some of you are old enough to know this. When Nixon, President Nixon, was, I think, the first president, and I think ever, pretty much, to go visit China and he restored relations between them. I can't remember when was that, the 70s? 1972, if I'm not mistaken. Thank, thank you. It's yeah. nice to have a little encyclopedia there, Dave. So you're like, no, I'm glad. So he went, to, I remember I was I was a young teenager then, but I remember he went over there, and after that, he signed some agreements with them for free trade back and forth. Yeah. Supposed to be, you know, on both sides. Mm-hmm. This is where the supply sh- shortage started, 1972. And right. that's when uh, Nixon signed this agreement. And now China was able to get his foot in the door with the Western c- culture. And we thought, oh, we, and it, we, but instead of them taking our products, we took their companies. So they offered cheap labor, cheap rent, buildings that you they would paid millions or billions over here for for millions over there. And they set up these companies. Um, I'm wearing Levi jeans tonight. They're made in China, I think. I mean, you go to Walmart, look at the tags. Hardly nothing is made in this country. It's Pakistan. Mm -hmm. It's China. It's it's whatever. It's not here. But China is a huge, huge supplier of supplies. And as Trump said in the very beginning of the pandemic, I don't want to misquote him. It was something like 90% of vaccines come from China. I think it yeah. might even be higher than that. It might be 99%. But it was a lot. And Trump was shocked. He said when he found that out, he was going, why would we do that? Right. Because we sold out to China in 1972. Mm-hmm. I believe that Nixon was pushed by large corporations to go to China to set up this because they knew the labor would be cheap over there. 
Right. So over here, let's say you pay a worker $30 an hour to make my pants or your clothes, but then you pay them insurance, you have unions and have all this stuff. So it's say $50 an hour. You go to China, it's $5 an hour. And so all these companies see, they don't see the slave labor and these little kids and women working 16 hour days, seven days a week. They see the dollar. And I'm saying all this because all ties in, Dave. Mm -hmm. So in order to dominate, they got their foot in the door. The next thing they did, and I remember this happening in the 70s, the Chinese government and the Chinese people were buying up land in California and they were buying up farmland like crazy. Because my uncle, who was a cowboy, uh, back then, uh, he's not with us anymore. Told me he goes, he, he goes, Brian, the Chinese are buying everything up. I go, how do you know this? He goes, no, they are. And I thought he was crazy because I was a teenager. They're buying up farmlands. They're buying businesses. They're buying hotels. They're buying resorts, and banks, and now look, see this this right. attack on America has been going on for a long time. And then you have the universities, Dave, that teach this stuff that we're right. bad, America's bad, you know, we need to be more worldly-minded and, and accept more countries and not be so, have such tight borders. Man, we have been right. duped. We have been duped. And so now, 2020, the coronavirus hits, COVID-19, supposedly from a bat, but we know it's not from a bat, it's from a lab, a bat in a lab, if you want to say that. Yeah. But that was, in, I believe, this is all my opinion. I believe that was all engineered. I believe it was leaked on purpose. Um, I believe they did that on purpose. I believe they already had the vaccines for their own people all ready to go because right. they don't want to kill uh, them themselves. They want to kill us. Mm-hmm. So, but in order to do that, um, the way you conquer an army, especially as big as ours, is you get it from the inside out. Rome right. fell because Rome got too big and, and it was just got divisions came up in the army and up into the people and the governors and they started rebelling and they couldn't hold together. Right. That's exactly. We got the Republicans and Democrats fighting each other. We got governors, blue governors or red governors, red States, blue States. We're being divided as we speak. Mm-hmm. Red, the, the people that, are, that want freedom are moving the red States, the blue States, people are staying there or going to States that are more blue. We're being divided right now. There's a big exodus. This is happening. And I say, if we're still around in the next three to five years, America's not going to be the same demographically. Right. You'll be shunned at if you go into a blue state and you're in a store and they know you're a Republican or a conservative, you'll be shunned. And, and that's happening now. But that you, you that's it's just going to get worse. And so mm-hmm. this COVID thing, this COVID scam it's just the biggest scam in the history of mankind ever. Um, China did it with the help of the Biden administration, with the help of the Democrats, and with the help of some Republicans. I don't know who they I know, you know, we think of Biden and Pelosi and Schumer, but there's others. There's many, many, many others. And all I can say is they should be gone. They should go to prison. They're, they're treasonous, what they've done to us. Yeah. But... Um, on saying all that, with back to the COVID, Dave, so China doesn't want COVID to end. I believe, this is my opinion, I believe China's pushing, is dictating to the Biden administration how to run the COVID right. uh, campaign. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think, 
you know, we think, I don't think Biden's doing it. I don't think, what's her name, Kamala Harris. I think there's some few in, in the cabinet, they're up high up or helping. But I think the real orders are coming from China and from the, from the president of China. And uh-huh. I, I think that's what's happening. And thank God for red states. But just when you think COVID's over, uh, the variant hit. This is when you think the variant hit, the Omicron hit. And mm-hmm. just so you, this is no coincidence. There's no coincidences in this stuff. Um, when COVID hit in 2020, no Easter, uh, no Fourth of July, no you know Halloween, no no Christmas and Thanksgiving, no New Year, mm-hmm. shut down. We get to 2021, which was just left, and things loosened up a little bit. Obviously, for a lot of states, a lot, but us, not so much. Right. Um, through the summer, we were great until we hit 4th of July. If you go back and look at the records, we had a surge in July in, in California. Yeah. They, they, they made everybody social distance and wear the masks again, and then it let up, and we were actually able to take our masks off for about four weeks. Mm-hmm. But then uh, what's the holiday at the end of the year or summer? Labor Day? Is it Labor Day? Um, Memorial. No, uh, yeah, I'm in the middle, huh? Yeah. Memorial Labor Days Day. in, in the spring. Yeah. Right. So Labor Day, there was a surge. And then Halloween, there was a surge. And it kind of, and then Thanksgiving, there was a surge. And then it kind of kicked back a little bit. And then there was another surge at Christmas, we, we just mm-hmm. had. So I, I could tell you right now, this Omicron is going to be over in a month, but something else is going to come. Oh, sure. And they're going to amp it up this year a lot. You watch. Mm-hmm. We're never going to get out of this this year um, right. because 20, the 2022 elections is motivating these blue governors to do everything they can to put fear into people for several reasons. One, you can't go out and vote, do the mail-in vote. They, that's, so that's a reason for them to keep the mail-in ballots because, you know, you want people standing in line spreading the COVID. Two, mm-hmm. They want to scare people into thinking that they're the ones that's going to stop COVID and save them, not the Republicans. The Republicans are just, they're killing us, they're bigots, they're homophobic, whatever you want to say. So this year is going to be, I can tell you, folks, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but if you think they're going to get better, they're not. Um, you might you might want to think moving to a red state because I'm definitely going to be moving to a red state this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm in Southern California and and we're, we're getting out of Dodge. So, but um, it's not going to let up in the blue states. And uh, just a couple of things, Dave. I know I'm taking a long time. Um, no um, let's see here. Going to my phone. This is about COVID. Um, I have a lot on COVID. Uh, so we, Dave and I talked about that, and I think the number's higher than this, and we talked about that, about the deaths of COVID. Um, and this is on natural news. So um, at least 150,000 Americans have been killed by COVID shots and counting. Right. If you go to the CDC's website, it's 20-something thousand, a little over 20. But here on Natural News, they're saying 150,000. It's a natural. Another independent study has found that the true number of deaths caused by Wuhan coronavirus COVID-19 vaccine is significantly higher 
than what the government media are claiming. Uh, it says the United States alone between February and August of 2021, anywhere from 146,000 to 187,000 people died due to getting injected. 187,000. Wow. That's amazing. Dave, what's that? That's amazing. Yeah, and you talked earlier, uh, help me again, it was during Obama's administration with the... Oh, H1N1, H1N1, yeah. H1N1, gosh. Folks, during H1N1, they got a vaccine for that. I remember this happening, but I didn't yeah. pay much attention to it at the time. I think 52 or 59 people died with the vaccine mm -hmm. within a few months, and they took the vaccine off the shelf because it was too dangerous. Yeah. Um, 187,000 in a year? Mm-hmm. And just my guess, the numbers of people infected and have died from COVID, I believe, and with all my heart, are way lower than what we're hearing. I'd be, I'd be surprised if it's, would be, I wouldn't be surprised if their exaggerated numbers are ninety percent higher than what's actually out there. Right. And we've seen articles over the past few months of actual COVID deaths and, you know, infections and all that that kind of go along with that. But that's my opinion, because, folks, if you can make somebody afraid to walk out the door, then you can do whatever you want with them. You mm -hmm. can sell them a bridge in the Mojave Desert and they will buy it. That's right. You can sell, you know, you, you can do it because mm -hmm. they are so afraid. When you get afraid, you lose common sense. You lose, you lose the ability to be objective. And now you're just listening to somebody who says they, you, you don't have to be afraid. We, we got the answers. We can take care of you, Dr. Mm -hmm. Fauci, you know, President yeah. Biden. But what's their agenda? What, what has Biden done or Fauci done in the last two years except destroy our country? Exactly. And so um, one other thing here. And then we, I know we got um, this one's interesting. So you just anybody out there listening and you're still on the fence thinking these vaccines are good and that that uh, our government's being honest with us. Pfizer partnered with China's vaccine passport platform, admitting being proud to stand with China's leaders. Mm -hmm. That's the manufacturer of one of the vaccines. The virus came from China. Right. And that vaccine is killing us. And China's a communist country. Um, I remember a few, not that many years ago, People were up in arms about the slaves, slave labor in China and the China, the slave camps and all that. And you're, you know, we got to stop this. Now you don't hear those people. Exactly. Where are they? And then um, one more here. Well, this is interesting. I, and I know a lot of you guys, what I'm reading, you already know. So just bear with me. Um, <laughs> Biden's bounty for your life. Hospitals incentive payments for COVID-19, and it gives a list. I was shocked to see the list. Uh, let's see. Come on, Brian. Oh, it's up here. Uh, here it is. Okay, the hospital payments include a free required PCR test in the emergency room or upon admission for every patient with government-paid fee to hospital. Added bonus payment. This is what the government pays the hospitals. Added bonus payments for each positive COVID-19 diagnosis. Another bonus for a COVID-19 admission to the hospital. A 20% boost bonus payment 
from Medicare on the entire hospital bill for use of a um, Rima, Rima Durson that uh, the one yeah that's it gosh I'm having a hard time sorry guys another and larger bonus payment to the hospital if COVID-19 patient is mechanically ventilated more money to the hospital if causes of death is listed as COVID-19 even if the patient did not die directly of COVID and wow. COVID-19 diagnosis also provides extra payments this this is why the code this is why in blue states especially actually all over the country this i'm talking about hospitals now that's why our our healthcare system now all over the country except for a few hospitals is really evil it's that's very right. very evil i know some of you are in a hospital and you're gonna go there that's fine do you know but just um doctors practice medicine practice Yes, they're very educated. Yes, they're very good. They're great. But don't believe every time a doctor tells you something that you got to do it. So just be careful about these hospitals. COVID, go ahead. It happened again. Right, we're back. That's good. Oops. That's all right. Okay. So I hope folks are just almost done. The hospitals are being paid thousands and thousands of dollars per patient for COVID. So, folks, do you really think it's ever going to go away very soon? No. The teachers' unions are involved with the hospitals and the government and the bureaucracy. It's a huge web of just tangled evil. And they don't want it to go away because it's about money. It's about control. It's about depopulation. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. That's last right. one. Um, here's the new variant. There's a new variant. Doesn't I have to go very far to look for it? New IHU COVID variant discovered. Here's what you need to know. <laughs> Yet another variant of COVID-19 has reportedly been discovered, this time by scientists in France. Da- Daily Mail reported that in this strain was discovered by researchers at IHU. Mediterranean infection. On December 10th, this strain has 46 mutations that are believed to be resistant against the COVID-19 jabs. They are thought to be even more infectious than the original virus. 12 cases have been discovered so far near the French city, uh, Marcella, with the first one being linked to travel to the African country of Cameroon. Uh, We indeed have several cases of this new variant uh, said Philip Colson, who leads the group of researchers that found the strain. We named it variant IHU. Um, it doesn't say much about it. It says um, the strain is a distant relative of the Omicron variant that is currently surging around the world. Um, it says these, uh, let's see here, folks. The scientists who found the strain said and they amplify, exemplify the difficulty to control such introductions and subsequent spread. It means they can't stop it. Experts are advising people to be cautious before uh, panicking over the new uh, variant. As they say, while the new variants will emerge during a pandemic, not all of them will be dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, oops, sorry, folks. So there's... 
I just want to end with this, Dave. And I, I know, sure. um, folks, I uh, this you're probably thinking, why did Brian come back on? He's a Debbie Downer. All the stuff he just said. <laughs> but this is the world we live in. And the only person that can fix this world is Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus. He's the only one. Yeah. It says in the scriptures that he, he, by the power of his word, he holds all things together. And so he's coming back. I don't know when. Some of you might not be Christians out there, so just bear with me. But there's no man or woman on this earth that's going to bring peace to your heart. But there is a man who did live on this earth and is coming back to it named Yeshua or Jesus. And he can take the fear out of your heart. He can give you peace in the midst of all this craziness. He can, he, he will protect you. He will um, feed you, clothe you. He will, he, he's, he'll be your best friend. And he is your best friend if you know him. And most of you who are listening know. So don't let man scare you. Be more scared of what God is. Be, be yeah. afraid of him in a respectful way. He's not out to hurt you, but if you're his child, you know, respect him and know that he's going to take care of you and get you through this. Um, exactly. This whole thing that's happening is a plan that God has allowed to happen. And it's going to continue to go down this road. It doesn't mean every place you go is going to be bad. It doesn't mean that, but it doesn't mean it's all going to get better. But America is still here. There's a lot of believers that live in this country that know Yeshua. And because we're here, because we're here, we're holding this whole country together just by God living in our hearts. Because the, the, the evil out there can't do what it really wants to do as long as we're still here. And mm -hmm. so, and we are. And so America's not done yet. Um, I think we, we could have a few more years left. If the elections turn around next year, we could have a few more years left of good years, but eventually the antichrist is going to come and take over eventually. But when that, before that happens, things are set up for that to happen. And that's what's happening now because like the passports and now they're talking about putting these passports and chips into your hand, you know, and that's right, right out of the Bible. That's right out of revelation. And so um, though the end times is here, folks, it's here. So be, be wise um, on what's going around, be alert, be in church, be in prayer, be as close to the Lord. I know a lot of us are struggling with mental health. We're struggling with just depression. We're struggling with just being sick and tired of being sick and tired of this. Right. But the good news is it's not too much longer and the Lord's going to return and fix it all. And there's nothing on this earth that can stop him from coming back. Nothing. Right. No, no new right. is going to stop him. No laser gun is going to stop him. No virus is going to stop him. He's going to come back, and he's going to fix it. He's the fixer, and yeah. he's going to come back yeah. and fix it. And yeah. uh, we just got to be patient and wait. It's so tough, but, you know, I'm not telling you guys what to do. I mean, if you're living in a blue state and you just can't take it anymore, then move out. If not, and you're going to stay there, then, you know, fight as best you right. can. But right. your family, your family comes first. What's best for your family, yeah. you know? And so um, just hang in there. So there's a lot going yeah. on. There's a lot more to talk about. So, mm -hmm. Brian, one thing I'd like to talk about, if we could, is uh, 
the reaction that people are um, having, um, and maybe there's something that maybe I'll, I'll coin a name here, CFS, COVID fear syndrome, you know, because it seems like these COVIDians, these branch COVIDians out there are, you know, even though they're supposedly uh, inoculated, even though uh, they supposedly can't catch COVID again, according to what we were told, they fear. And, you know, it's, it's, it's an unfounded fear to fear something that you can't get. You know, it's right. Um, I just watched a video not too long ago and uh, actually today. And it was uh, some lady standing in line behind this guy that was at a counter. It looked like a gas station or something. And um, and she said it starts out with her going, hey, sir. And he turns around and very rapidly says, don't you talk to me. You're not wearing a mask. You shouldn't be in here. You need to get out of here. And so she said, well, I'm not trying to talk to you. I just wanted to ask you something. Don't you, you know, then he starts calling her names, okay, that I'm not going to repeat on here. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, he um, she, he finished up paying for whatever he was buying. <clears throat> and um, she said, well, you know, sir, I'm sorry that you feel Yeah, you are sorry. You know, and he pushes, actually pushes her out of the way. Now, here's a guy that probably weighed about, you know, 210 pounds, six foot two, mm-hmm. maybe pushing this little woman around, you know, and wow. I have to, you know, his, his um, no, I'm not going to say that. Um, anyway, so it, it happened the other day. I don't know if I told you about this up at the doctor's office. Did I tell you about what happened? I'm not with sure. The doctor. Um, well, I went to see the doctor. I finally got medical insurance again, and I really wanted to take advantage of it. And and so uh, my doctor wasn't there. So they, this lady, was, she wasn't a lady. She was a woman. Um, she came in, and she was dressed like Pippi Longstockings, but she was probably about our age. Uh, you know, <laughs> everything you can think of, except the hair wasn't in braids, but this, yeah. this, these stockings were actually socks that went all the way up. Mm-hmm. It was not... Not a good fashion choice. A doctor looking that way is, you know, counterproductive. But anyway, so uh, we were talking, you know, and and uh, you could tell she was a Portlander, and you know, you and I know what that means. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, so um, we're talking, you know, and we're finally getting things worked out. And so she wanted to close things down, and I said, "Well, I have one more concern I'd like to address." What about my breathing? Because it's been a little difficult lately. And um, she goes, okay, that makes me want to ask you a question. How come we haven't gotten the shot? And I said, well, there's a lot of reasons why I haven't gotten the shot. I don't like dying. Well, it's proven that it's safe, you know. And I said, I said, well, you know, it's there's just so many things uh, that are going on with the shot. It's too new. Well, no, it's been around for a year now. It's, it's proven itself safe. And... Uh, so finally, I said, well, here's the deal. I'm Jewish. I can't put foreign things in my body. It's against it's against the Torah. You know, with that, she goes, oh, okay, that's it. I don't want to, you know. And so she heads to the door, opens up the door, heads out, pulls it back behind her, and it's slammed. She actually slammed the door walking out. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, this is wow. some clinician. You know, <laughs> this is, talk wow. about lack of professionalism. You know, but uh, yeah. so, folks, if you go to the doctor, you probably or if you have been, you're probably going to run into that. Um, there's just some people that are really passionate about it, um, so much so that it's a religion. 
you know and yeah more and more of a brian are, are showing their religious aspects to this you know and it's 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 getting ridiculous it really is and i just I, i'm starting to see i've always said that the united states nowadays looks like 1930s germany okay? yeah I've said yeah. it for a few years now and um and so you know at the beginning you know they the germans hated jews but they really didn't voice it but then when they had the catalyst that or fuel, let's put say fuel to start the fire up. The little spark of hatred turned into saying stuff, then it turned into beating people, then it turned into murdering people. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm starting to see that the quietness is coming to an end with, with some branch covidians, but for the most part, not for the most part, but it's with some of them, they're, they're kind of still calm and everything, but a lot of them are starting to speak out to get, um, yeah. You know, get um, oh, mercenary sort of way, but um, so it's it, that's something that we got to be ready for, you know, because there there's going to be more and more of it. And I loved it because I was watching Doctor Malone the other day, Robert Malone. He's the guy that invented the mRNA technology. Yeah, and uh, he comes. The first thing he says is, "I'm vaccinated." Now he didn't say he was vaccinated with COVID, the COVID vaccine. He just says, "I'm vaccinated." And I'm like, well, you know, and the third about it, well, yeah, so am I, you know, I'm vaccinated yeah, for too. MMR, I'm vaccinated for, you know, for this and for that, for tetanus. And so a lot of people, myself, I right away, I took that to mean, okay, he's vaccinated <clears throat> against COVID, <clears throat> but he never said that. So I think that would be a, um, maybe a good tactic to start out with. You vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Yes, <clears throat> I am vaccinated. Yeah. You know, have you had your boosters? Well, some of those shots that we took when we were younger had boosters. You know, so yes, I've had a booster. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, we're supposed to be wise as serpents, but gentle as doves. Yeah, that's what Scripture tells us to do. And first of all, doing something like that's not lying; it's telling the truth. Definitely, you're yeah. just not going into detail about which vaccine you got. But right. um, so anyway, that yeah. might be just a tactic that we can use. As we yeah. go down the road here, you know, because yeah, vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So it may come to the point where someday that um, you talk about gloom and doom, I'm the same way. Um, that someday we're going to have to run for our lives because people are going to, you know, um, look what they did to the Jews all through the years, Brian. You know, mm-hmm. all they know. poison, they poison wells. They cast spells to make they eat little, they eat little Gentile children. You know, and and stuff yeah. like that. Now, how does stuff like that get made up? Well. The first little lie, which is a real tiny little lie, gets believed. And then the lie gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's just gigantic. And and everybody's catching on to it. So we have to guard against that. We have to actually point it out. There's one guy that we I listened to the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I could, uh, David, uh, I want to say Miller, but it's not. Um, he said that, you know, he, he goes, he gets on stage and he says, I'm here to give my last speech and everybody's like, and he goes, no, what I mean by last speech is I'm not going to be up on stage anymore being Mr. Nice guy. He says, Mr. Nice guy has died. He says, I'm going to get up and blatantly speak the truth no matter who it hurts. You know, he says, wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And he says, so I'm going to continue talking, but it's going to be a different person that's talking. You know, yeah. he says, I'm tired of getting beat up for being a nice guy and it's not going to happen anymore. And I'm like, so there, a lot of us need to take this attitude 
You know, we always pussyfoot around. We want to be the better guy, the better person. Yeah. You know, but what does that get you? Nothing. And what does it get them? Nothing. Because because you're trying to be nice to them. You're going to love them right into hell. You right. know? And at least if you stand up and you say something, you're preventing, uh, trying to prevent them from making a, a grievous error or for, for being militant against you or others. You know? And, and when Nero fights stuff like that, it gets worse and worse. Um, when I was a kid, I, um, I had a bully when I was, I think it was first grade. And the kid was bigger than I was. So I went home and told my dad about it. Dad took me out in the backyard, taught me how to hit, you know, he thought, you know, the straight hit and the uppercut and roundhouse. And, uh, <clears throat> so anyway, I went to school the next day and the kid started in. Well, I went down and I ran right up to him and I, I gave him an uppercut into the solar plexus and he <laughs> doubled over and I ran home because I thought I killed him. <laughs> and I went back, to, <laughs> I went back to school. Uh, later that day and found out I didn't kill him, but his name was Paul and Paul had the greatest respect for me after that. Never bothered me again. You know, and that's oh. what you got to do with bullies. You have to, you yeah, have to come exactly. against them, you know, and there, there are other people in my life. Uh, one right now that's fighting a big system, you know, and, um, you know, God bless them and I hope they win. I really do. And they will win because, yeah. you know, you yeah. always with them, but, um, <clears throat> so anyway, it's, it's very important that, uh, we don't just <clears throat> roll over uh, a lot of times those in the Bible say, turn the other cheek. Yes, it does. And there's, there are times to do that, you know, but there, there are different degrees of people. Like my, my uh, father used to say, some kids you can talk to, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, youngsters when they're being bad, some kids you can talk to that works. Other kids, you got to talk louder and that works. Some kids you got to spank, and some kids you got to hit with the belt. I was the last category, okay? Yeah. And uh, But it helped me to, to understand what was right and what was wrong and what the consequences were for doing the wrong thing. And a lot of a lot of these snot-lows adults that are running around crying COVID this, COVID that, are the ones that never got disciplined when they were kids. Never got disciplined. Yeah. It was always, it was always okay, well, I'm just going to give in to you and, you know, and and stuff like that. And I'm telling you, it, it ruined, it's ruined a generation thanks to Dr. Spock, who incidentally came out and apologized for, for writing his book. Uh, he's the one that started all that stuff, you know? Yeah. But, but now it's gotten to the to a point where you can't do anything because of the law and, and, um, and everything else. And, well, you know, a lot of parents will tell you, you know, if you go to do something, you can get threatened to thrown in jail and stuff like that. So we've we've catered to kids so much over the years that they've actually flip flop and taken it over, yeah. You know, and um, so we have to. Well, basically, prayer and Yeshua are the only way to get around that one uh, that I can see, because uh, you're going against the whole governmental structure now. You know, you're not just going um, trying to discipline or to to instill goodness. You're the whole system is turned against us. So, um, and that's the way it is with these, these little snot-nosed adults that are running around talking about COVID. You know, it's, oh, yeah, well, you know, I can say anything I want to, but don't you say what you want to say, you know. And I'm not mm -hmm. going to let you say what you want to say. And that's when you turn around and you go, you know, I'm calling, um, I'm calling BS on this because I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and you're going to listen to it, or you're going outside and you're going to leave. Um, and when we get forceful, Force needs to be met by force. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Force yeah. doesn't 
if, if there's no force to meet the force, it just pushes it right out of the way, you know, and, and we got to get that way. You really do. But, um, and, and it's the same thing with the, the government, your Nancy Pelosi's, your Chuck Schumer's, you name them. And most of the Republicans are pretty bad too, like you said, but mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> at one time they were our public servants. Mm-hmm. You know, we elected a men to serve us. Now they're our leaders. Okay, no, mm-hmm. you're not my leader. <laughs> you're not my leader. You're there to serve me, mm-hmm. to, to cater to me, and to mm-hmm. be my little lapdog, not to not to give me a lip and tell me what I'm doing is wrong, you know? Yeah. And uh, for somebody like Joe Biden to get up there and say, you know, oh, if you don't get the shot, you're, you're, you're not a good citizen and stuff like that. <laughs> well, you know, to lie to people. Yeah, to lie to people, to steal an election and and stuff like that. Is that being a good person? No, it's not. So, you know, if you live in a glass house, don't throw rocks at the next guy's house. You know, but um, anyway, Brian, it's just uh, it's just amazing what's going on in this world. The whole thing is turned upside down. It's turned. And um, it can be turned back around, I feel. Um, we have to fight the uh, the deep state. We have to fight the. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we read in Ephesians about how to fight them, you know, we, we read who they are first of all. We read that they're principalities, powers, rulers, spiritual wickedness mm-hmm. in high places. That whatever you know, mm-hmm. all those things, and um, and they're things that cannot be um, battled against carnally. You know, you have to battle them in the spirit, and I think that's where a lot of the church gets it wrong because they don't know how to battle in the spirit. And it def- the world definitely gets it wrong, except uh, who was it, though, that wrote um, oh, that witchcraft series that's out? Uh, the Boy, Harry Potter. Harry Potter, J- yeah. J.K. Rowling is actually coming out against a lot of this this uh, COVID junk. You know, wow. she's, yeah, she's coming out against it. I'm like, what a weird ally to have. It's kind of like us having the Russians as an ally during World War II. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah. But, um it's just uh it's amazing that uh, the things that are that are coming out and like i said it, we can fight it but we have to fight it spiritually and that co- that comes into putting your armor on which is explained pretty clearly in in uh, ephesians and uh and uh, the bottom question the whole um, foundation of that is prayer because paul goes through every item from the head right down to the feet mm-hmm. and then he says and he says praying continuously and that's the whole thing. The brain continuously, the, the whole package is wrapped up. Um, that's kind of like the wrapping on the package of the armor, you know. And mm-hmm. if we could just learn to do that, um, I we could just we could turn this world right around, you know. If if it's meant to be turned around right now, I need to put that put that into because right. if this truly is the end, then it's meant to um, gradually get worse and worse and worse until. Um, we need Yeshua to come back and, and rescue us to take us out of here. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and to establish his kingdom on earth. But um, yeah. anyway, so uh, I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> Brian, you said you're the gloom and doom guy, and I'm sounding the same way. Um, but I think that um, there is hope. I know there's hope. I don't even think it. I know there's hope. And um, we can he can help us to work our way out of this. And, and, um, because what God seeks is the glory. He, he, he seeks us to be his children and happy, but he seeks to get the glory out of that. 
a lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, why does this stuff happen on Earth? Um, somebody close to me brought that up the other day. He says, I still have a little bit of a problem with why things, you know, happen the way they do with people in their lives and why evil is allowed to persist. And I say, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in this world, not just that, but things that are kind of like have a minuscule and even good things. And I said, and everything works together in the end for God's glory, you know, and to right. get us and to get us uh, situated as his sons and daughters um, in, in heavenly places and for him to return and again to make a new heaven and a new earth and um, and to reign in that in that period too. Can't really call it a period because there's no, not going to be any time at that time, but um, it's uh, it's something to look forward to, <clears throat> knowing that um, kind of like um, <clears throat> and I think a lot of people here can agree with this is it's like going on a diet. You know your life's going to be miserable until you've lost every pound that you want to lose. Then all of a sudden you're happy because you've lost all that weight. Well, take that and, and put it like a million times. A two billion times that and and that's what we're waiting for and what we know is going to happen we know he's going to return we know things are going to get better but we just have to walk through all that dieting we have to walk through that minefield if you were to use that analogy we have to climb all those hills and go down through all those valleys in yeah. order to reach that even plane at the end so um anyway i i would encourage you that if you're feeling down if you're feeling lost hopeless uh, just you're, you're living in the moment when you feel that way you're living right now and maybe you're projecting this out a week or maybe a month ahead of time you know thinking about all the things that could happen all you could lose and stuff like that but realize that your life is going to go past that week it's going to go past that month and you don't know what's going to happen two months three months four months down the road you know um you could be stuck in a miserable job and then all of a sudden four months later you find it so you're working in the best job you've ever had um, so we can't base what's happening right now in linear time upon what's going to happen two weeks from now. We got to kind of think of it in the way God thinks about it, that there are, um, uh, he doesn't live in linear time. So he sees the end from the beginning and the beginning from the end. And he knows that everything's going to work out. So if he knows that everything's going to work out, perhaps we should just trust him that everything's going to work out. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that, um, I think that Yeshua said it is finished on the cross. I know he said it, but I think he's going to say it again. This is my own thought. It's not scriptural, <clears throat> but I think that um, after that thousand years is over and um, Satan is finally chained up and thrown in a lake of fire, I think he's going to say it is finished again. And um, and then he's going to create the new heaven and new earth and everything's going to be beautiful. And uh, so it's a win-win situation, for Brian, for you and me and others. Yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, it's you need to get some coffee. <laughs> I'm a little tired. I'm actually doing. I know I seem to look tired, but I'm actually doing okay. So. Oh, okay. No, right. I, I like what you're saying. I, I was thinking about that when you're talking about. It, I was thinking about today. The very thing uh -huh. you were talking about. Really? So yeah, keep going. Oh, that's good. Awesome. Yeah, I just because I, I'm the kind of person that I've got to see it to believe it. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. faith for me, some people have faith and it's real easy for them. And I have a certain degree of faith, but, <clears throat> and it's growing because he's making it grow. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I just, 
I've always had a problem with, okay, if you really mean it, Lord, show it to me. Okay. And now I have to go on. Yes, he does mean it. And I have to wait for it to occur. And boy, that's really hard. Yeah, that's such a hard thing right to now. do. You know, it's like you feel like he doesn't care for you, like your prayers are hitting the ceiling and falling back down in your lap. Um, that he doesn't care. Well, I said that he doesn't care for you. Um, and that you're going to have a miserable existence. And then you get you get two or three months down the road and you look back and you go, boy, I was an idiot for thinking that way. You know, how, what, how foolish it was to believe that he's not going to take care of me. You know, he adopted us, for goodness sakes. He, he's just going to leave us out in the cold. No, he's not. And so, and I don't know how many times, Brian, we have to go through this over and over and over and over again until maybe maybe the last day we take a breath or something, we finally get it. I don't know. It's Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be my yeah. case anyway. <laughs> so, no, I, I, you're preaching to the choir. I get it. I mean, yeah, I think a lot of the audience does too. It's like. Yeah, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. Um, <clears throat> but um, so, you know, I really wanted to talk about people's attitudes, and I think I've uh, pretty well covered that. Um, I found it, you know, we were the title of the show is Waking Up Narcoleptic Sheep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people are waking up, but people, some people are waking up to a certain degree. Because now there's people that thought we were crazy a year ago for believing everything we believe about it being a conspiracy and everything. And I heard the, right. the best thing the other day, uh, everybody thought Noah was a conspiratorialist until it started raining. <laughs> okay. Huh. Yeah. Then he was a fact man. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no. I, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's amazing. Um, so a lot of people are waking up, but they're kind of waking up halfway. And, you know, I don't know about you, but when I wake up halfway, I stumble through the house. You know, I, I yeah. sometimes I walk into things and uh, although that's happening a lot anyway, but um, so it's, but then there's the people that are waking up and, and jumping right in and, you know, running right to the firing line and, and really yeah. getting out there because it's been bothering him for a long, long, long time. And uh, they just want to get out there and voice their opinions. But um, <clears throat> there's, there is a certain degree of um, lackadaisical. I think everybody uses that word, lackadaisical. I don't even know if that's a word, but lackadaisicalness um, amongst the people. Yeah. You know, that, uh, and kind of like I, I want to see it. And they're like, okay, well, I want to believe this, but I want to see something. You know, and we could take advice and, and um, by word of mouth. But a lot of times I've been fooled enough to where I say, okay, you know, put up or shut up, you know. <clears throat> and um, so I have to learn to, or people have to learn to in general to um, kind of balance things out. You know, you, you hear something and, and then you go look at other things to see if that's true. You know, and if, if one end's going way up here and the other's going way down here, then it's probably not true. But if, um, oh, I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, the election was stolen, okay? Well, you know, it was like this at first, you know, the, here's the Democrats, here's the Republicans. And then, and it's still many ways like this, but um, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden the election results come in from, from Arizona. And- oh, indeed. 
Dave, you'll be back. I really hate when that happens. I don't know why it's happening, but um, I think I got a really weird uh, Wi-Fi card. But uh, at least I know what to do. <clears throat> well, you came right back. It was just a few seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. see, now, Lord, I, I really like to, that to stop happening. So if you make it happen right now, that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, it's uh, it's a sticky wicket. I love that British term that we live in. The whole world's a sticky wicket. And um, there, there's more, more and more there's a, a greater and broader line being drawn between faith and and works or faith in seeing things happen. You know, it's um, some, sometimes we're getting placed in this, this impossible situation that doesn't look good. And this is one of them. Jesus, uh, this COVID thing. Uh, it, it looks, it looks hopeless, you know, and we have to hope that hope in the Lord, of course, in Yahweh, but also temper that with believing you can know something and not believe it. The devil knows Jesus is Lord, but he doesn't believe it. If he yeah. did, he would, he would, you know, he was straight now, which, you know, I know is impossible, but, um, you know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah. um, Anyway, so there's this difference between believing and or knowing and believing, okay, and and we have to to turn around to that so that we're believing it, not knowing it, and and again we go to faith, okay. You have to have faith to believe, okay. You can know anything, but you have to have faith to believe, and um, so it's trying to tweak that knob a little bit. Um, the only way it works because the knob is stuck, you're, you're trying to tweak it. And and you pray, Lord, let me have more faith in this. Then all of a sudden, that rust that's in that um, can't think of the word um, that for turning an electrical knob, um, it, it, the rust and dirt that's in there. All of a sudden, it kind of breaks free a little bit. And you turn a little more, and then the more you try to do it again, it breaks free, and you get turned a little more. And pretty soon, you can operate that dial all the way up and all the way down again. Um, yeah. It just doesn't come naturally because if you do nothing, that knob's not, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Right. So that's faith and works. That's, that's having faith that something will work and, and just trying it a little bit at a time um, and, and watching how God stator, that's the word I was looking for, mm-hmm. uh, watching how God um, lubricates that stator so that it, uh, it operates finer. So um, now what I've said, I know. Now I have to believe it, <laughs> um, and I'm going to be the first to to admit it. You know that uh, my faith isn't where I want it to be. Um, I want it, and maybe that's a good thing because it's telling the Lord that I want more faith and that He's going to give it to me or help me to grow in it. And uh, and I know there's a lot of people out there to feel the same way. You know, you've you've prayed and you, your prayers have hit, like I said, hit the ceiling and fall right back in your lap. Fell right mm-hmm. back in your lap. Fall is not a word. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, you've, you've come into rough times and, and even though those rough times were made less rough or even alleviated, uh, it didn't happen to your expectations. So you think that you didn't get an answer to that prayer? Well, actually you did because either the, what's, what's going on with you has eased a little bit or a lot and, um, or gone away altogether. <clears throat> so, um, realize that his timeline is not our timeline and that yeah. boy 
You know, if you can realize that, you've got got it all licked. You really it's do. not even close to my timeline. <laughs> right? I You're know. not even on the same page as my timeline. That's right. My ways are not your ways, saith the yeah. Lord. <laughs> yeah, I've got a memo in to him about this, but he hasn't returned my call. So I know. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's taking so long. <laughs> anyway, sorry. You know what? That. No, that's okay because you know that answer might not come until your last day on earth. You know, I know. Um, <clears throat> I like to use this um, this illustration because it really, to me, it hits home, and hopefully, it does to other people. But um, I had a cousin, Larry. He's he's in heaven now. Um, I didn't think he was going there, and uh, so anyway, um, when I first got saved, Larry came to visit, and I tried to tell Larry about Yeshua. And he looked at me very sternly in the face and said, I will never, ever believe in that. And I said, okay. <clears throat> and I backed off. But I prayed. And I prayed and I prayed. And it went into months, days, months, years, two decades, two and a half decades of praying for this guy. And then one day I get a call. I, I called him because I had to take my dad's ashes back to New Jersey. And, and we started talking. And then I talked to his girlfriend, who I found out is a, is a, was a backslidden believer. And so she and I said, okay, you know, we'll pray for Larry. I said, yeah, okay, that sounds good. And as we prayed, then every time I would call, I would hear, oh, Larry is asking about prayer. He wasn't all about prayer. And Larry's asking about God. And Larry's, you know, and pretty soon, one day I called up and I said, you know, how's it going? She started crying. She goes, your cousin came to faith in Yeshua yesterday. Oh, wow. And I, man, 25 years, I started, I, I started crying on the phone and I talked to him and I said, oh man, it was great. And after that, he didn't live much longer after that. He, his oh. body was wrecked because of sin, yeah. you know, what yeah. sin did in his life. But, um, uh, he, he went to be with the Lord and then she did too. And, um, cause she had, she had AIDS. Um, she was a victim of a violent crime. And, um, so she went to bread. Well, actually before him. She went, and then he went, and um, but uh, you know, I, man, if you got to wait twenty five years for something, it's worth praying for. Yeah, um, don't give up. Yeah, never give up. So anyway, I'm gonna stop there, Brian. So if you want to carry on, yeah, um, just well, you may, I mean, take over. Don't carry on. <laughs> <laughs> carry on, young man. Um, yeah, actually, I want to. There's an article you uh, got me spurred a lot of thoughts in my head, which is unusual. But anyway, that's not my uh, fault. <laughs> and it has to do with COVID, but a different side of COVID that not, a lot of people aren't talking about. They are now, but not as much as they should. Uh, hold on. Um, hold on. Almost uh, got to find this article and then. Um, here it is. And that's what I think I talked about earlier with you. Um, mental illness, uh, depression, mental illness, you know, uh, suicides up and all this because of COVID. And so, um, they're all talking about the Omicron or Omicron or Comic-Con, whatever you want to call it. Um, and the, all these variants, and last I've seen the, on this plague we're in, I haven't seen bodies stacked up on the street like cordwood yet. And I'm not discounting people out there that have died from COVID. They've had underlying conditions or whatever. But 
it's being blown way out of proportion. Obviously, that's why we have our show and we're talking about this. But here's the part they're not talking about. They're talking about it a little bit. But this is, I think, worse than what's going on. And this is a hospital in Minnesota. And during COVID, in the midst of 2020, 2021, they had 500 beds for their ICU. And they were supposedly filled with COVID patients. And they were asking for more beds. Now, the same hospital has switched. And it says, largest children's hospital in Minnesota swaps ICU beds for mental health beds. So Children's Minnesota, one of the nation's foremost pediatric health facilities, is closing down St. Paul ICU and opening an inpatient mental health unit. When the COVID-19 pandemic began, Minnesota's public health officials were buzz, abuzz discussing ways to increase uh, the state's 500-bed ICU capacity. Now, nearly two years later, the state... Premier pediatric facility apparently needs more mental health beds than intensive care ones. This comes as a generation of youth are left struggling to pick up the pieces amidst the new normal. The new normal. I there's so much. That's, that's such a wrong is, phrase. The code word means uh, you do what we say, or you go to jail, or right. you get fined, or you lose your job. That's a new normal. The new normal is. You lose your job because you take a vaccine that's not even approved. That's a, and you're the guinea pig. But um, there are so many people, children especially, not been in school for that first year, virtual learning, and not with their friends. I mean, uh, grandparents couldn't even go to see their grandchildren. You couldn't see anybody in the hospital. People were dying alone in the hospital. Uh, my, my life... Uh, when I was 17, I met a guy, his name is Tom, who became best friends for a few years. Really good guy, believer. He died a few months ago. Um, he's in his early, mid-60s. Um, healthy. I never remember him ever being sick. I saw him a few years ago, maybe five, six years ago. Looked great. Six foot two, 190 pounds. And he dies of COVID in like a month within a getting of the COVID shot. And the biggest crime, I think, with this whole thing we're going through is what these politicians have done to the people they're supposed to protect. Right. The people they're supposed to be supporting and, 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 be, and be there for are the very people that are destroying their jobs, destroying their health, and now their mental health. And especially kids, in all kids, from you know little kids up to high school and college, uh, learning from your home. And so, what happens? Okay, here's what happens: you're stuck in your room all day. Okay, before COVID, Dave, remember? You probably remember this. Experts would come out and say a child shouldn't be on a computer more than two hours a day. Right. Right. Screen time. Game time. Screen time. Well, that went out the window when virtual learning started because you're on. Your, your Chromebook or virtual learning for at least eight hours a day minimum. And then right. you've had homework. So you add another two to three hours or four hours for homework. So these kids are on their devices for 10 to 14 hours a day. And then on the weekends, because they're locked up at home and maybe you live in an apartment or condo 
or maybe you live in a neighborhood, but now you can't go out and play with your friends. So you're home because your parents are afraid that you're going to get sick and die if you walk out the door without your mask on. Right. So now you're at home, you're watching TV all the time, playing Fortnite, playing these games, and it actually stunts your mental growth. Mm-hmm. It actually, there's a part of the human psyche that needs other people to develop. They need to be around other people so you can develop who you are. And so now you have a whole generation of kids that we're starting to see the effects. Suicide in high school is skyrocketing in college, um, mm-hmm. depression, drug abuse, alcohol amongst the youth is just in the schools around here. I live in a nice area with a really nice high school, but at the high school, I can't mention the name, but I talk to people who are, who work there because I work for the school. I mean, drug use in these schools is 70 to 80% of the population of the school, alcohol and drug, 70 to 80%. And I think that's low. So if you have a, a school of a thousand, that's 800 to 900 students. Yep. Some of the schools around here, our high school here, one of them is 2,500. So, um, and then, the, then on top of that, they make it where you can't go to church. The very thing that you really need during a time like this is to be in church around, around other like-minded people worshiping God. The kids are in youth group getting, getting taught the Bible or being, you know, or being mentored by godly men and women, or other kids, but then that was stopped. So now we're reaping the benefits. They're always talking about the numbers. That's one of the things I'm going to go back to with this Omicron. They never talk about the deaths very much. They talk about positive tests. Mm-hmm. So a thousand positive tests in one day. So what do you do? Right. How about during a, a normal? Um, flu season how many positive people have the flu we never used right. to count that we never cared oh mm-hmm. larry's got the flu he won't be in today okay that was it every once in a great while you hear somebody dying of the flu usually elderly or somebody with an underlying condition but right. not very often but you did mm-hmm. um now it's all about the numbers um they said the other day in la county 22 people died of uh, omicron or no of covid they didn't say Omicron or whatever you call it. They just said COVID. They didn't specify. They didn't specify who they were, how old they were, how they have any underlying conditions. But as I read earlier, they could have died of a broken leg and an infection in her leg and it had been COVID. So, right. And then on top of that, they don't allow anybody to go in the hospital to visit you. You're by yourself. Why would they do that? Right. Only to protect you. Well, the nurses are protected with gowns and masks. Why can't you wear one to go see one? They work there every day. And if you're vaccinated, why can't you go in there? You're protected. Mm-hmm. The whole idea of a vaccine, the definition of a vaccine is it protects you from the virus, period. Right. I, uh, David, I talked about this earlier. I had the polio shot when I was a young kid. I got a mark on my shoulder that shows it where I, a lot of you my age and our age know that. I've never had polio, mm-hmm. ever. I got the chicken pox when I was a kid. My mom put me in a room with a bunch of other kids and I got the chicken box. She did it on purpose because mm-hmm. I got it over with. I survived. I got a fever. I got sick for a few days and I was done. You know what? Right. I haven't had the chicken pox in, in 55, 50 years. Mm-hmm. You know, but now they want to give you a shot to keep you from getting chicken pox, which is called shingles. Right. Right. I am a 63. The only person I've ever known ever to have shingles was, I'm not going to mention her name, but. 
she's not here with us anymore. She's a believer in heaven with, with the Lord. And uh, she had shingles in her 70s. Right. Uh, maybe one other person in my lifetime. In my lifetime. So why is everybody so scared of this? And why are they pushing the vaccine? You Can you hear me? No, no, I was, I'm one of those people that had shingles, so you know, three now. Oh, well, you are, okay. So what I'm saying is we're just being fed a bunch of, you know, stuff. And it's all lies, people. Don't be afraid of this. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. You get sick, you get really, really, really sick, go see your doctor. But if you're not that sick, I mean, you get sick, just stay in bed, you know, do the fluid thing. And, and they even tell you if you get sick with COVID, you're not even supposed to go to the doctor unless you're about to die from it. They don't even want you in the hospital. Yeah. They tell you all right. the commercials around here. Don't go to the hospital if you get COVID. Stay out of the hospital because they're overwhelmed. And you could probably, they even say you have a better chance of getting better at home. They totally contradict themselves. Right. Well, if I have a better chance of getting at home, then why are we locking everything down? Mm-hmm. You know? And so going back to mental health, Dave, and, and you guys, when here was their plan. They brought COVID along, brought fear. The fear brought anxiety and worry to the population. Um, and then it brought division because now it's separate. The very... You're fear and you're afraid. So what do you want to do? You want to be calling your family members. You want to be around your family, be around. You want support. They took away the support. They isolated us. They put us in our little caves called homes and apartments. You And they said, you stay there like good children and we'll take care of you. And we'll make sure the Costco's open so you can buy food. But we're going to close your church because it's dangerous there. Right. You can't go to church, but you can go into Costco. And the Costco where I go. Very busy. Uh, It's the second or third largest and busiest Costco in America. And one day I was there, there was 2,000 people in that store. Wow. And uh, I asked asked one guy there who worked there, how many people come through here during like a week? He goes, about 30,000. I go, 30,000 go through your store in one week? He goes, yeah. That's amazing. It's during Christmas. Uh So I'm like, wow. So, but we're bumping each other and people are hitting me in the back of the leg with their carts and they're being nice as they can. Sure. But we couldn't go to church. Why? Because this isn't about science. This is not about a vaccine. This is not about your health. The government doesn't give a rip about your safety and health. They want to control you. They want to pass laws to control you. So they create a situation where they can pass these laws and nobody will say anything because they think it's for their good. Right. And like a frog in a pot of cold water that's heated slowly and then he's boiling, but it's too late. That's what's happening to us as I speak. We're being yeah. boiled alive in a pot of hot water called COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's full of lies. And right. so they isolated us. They closed the schools down. But they kept the liquor stores and pot stores because they want you high on drugs, high on pot. They want you drunk. They want you to go to Costco so you can feed yourself and keep Costco around because it's a multi-billion dollar corporation. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, you're afraid to walk outside. What do you think that does to the mental health of children when they see their parents afraid to get out of the house, 
afraid to be around family. You can't go by and see grandpa. He could kill you. Grandpa right. is sick and his sickness can kill you. Or you could get sick if you go outside. You're like the, right. you're like the little kid in the bubble in that movie. In the bubble. Oh, yeah. Boy, the you know, bubble. And it's like we've been yeah. all put in our bubbles for almost two years. And like Dave said in the in the title, narcoleptic sleep. I'm getting it right there. We're in narcoleptic sleep. And the best way to get out of this is um, go back to church. A lot of churches are open. Go back to church. Go start seeing your family members. Don't be afraid of them anymore. If you're still not seeing your family members, you need to go see them. Or your Mm -hmm. friends, go to the beaches, go to the parks, get out and do stuff. Start hanging out with your kids. Um, Just start living yeah. You want to you want to tick off the left, you want to piss them off. Start living, right? And quit watching mainstream news. I know most of you who watch this probably don't. Obviously, that's why you're on this website. You're on this podcast. But if you're out there, and try not, it'll depress you. And it's all lies. Every day here in LA County, I listen to this stuff. They're saying that they said this morning or yesterday, um, almost all the cases of COVID now are unvaccinated. In right. LA County, all the Omicron infections are unvaccinated. But yet today, I don't think I brought this up in the podcast. Tell me if I did, Dave. I have two coworkers that were tested positive for COVID, and they're both vaccinated. Mm-hmm. That was yesterday and today. And so there were three that were tested positive. One was unvaccinated, and two were vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And I also heard today that. One of my vaccinated coworkers a few months ago, who got, when he got vaccinated, he got this pressure behind his eye. Felt like his eye was going to be pushed out of his head. And he went to the doctor, and the doctor said, if you hadn't gotten in here, you would have lost vision in that eye. And that was a couple of days after he got a, a vaccine. And yep. then there was another person that happened to just recently, and he had to take a couple of days off work. He had the same thing happen. He's in his sixties, same thing. He's healthy. He's very healthy. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just, I I was always hoping that this would go away and we won't have to talk about this stuff anymore, that we'd be back to normal. If you're living in a red state, you're already back to normal or pretty close to it. If you're not a hundred percent, but in the blue states where Dave and I live and, in the, on the west, on the left coast, they're doubling down. They're not. They're not relaxing things. They're doubling down, and so right. um, because, like I said earlier, they know the elections are coming, and they're they know they're they're going to lose. They're going to lose big. The only way they're going to win is win, and is how they've always won is they're going to cheat. Right. But the Republicans are going to these battleground states, and they're trying to get the laws changed back the way they were before the election, because mm-hmm. the laws that allowed these mail-in ballots and these uh, these harvesting of the ballots uh, were put into place at the last, literally the last minute of, before the election by a governor or by an attorney general or somebody there in, those, in the state house did this in these states, which is unconstitutional, has to be voted in by the Democrats and Republicans of those states. Right. Those and it states. wasn't. It was done by an individual. Mm-hmm. So... There's so much fraud in the election, and that's another whole thing we, we need to talk about. Yeah. But back to COVID, it mental health, and it says in the scripture, I can't remember 
think it's in Peter. It says in several places in the New Testament, be sober-minded, sober in spirit, so you will know what the will of God is in your life. It also talks about the Word of God being washing in the Word of God. Like when you read the Word of God or the Bible, it like washes your soul. You don't have to memorize. I know a lot of people out there go, I don't know the Bible, and I'm not, I, don't, I don't know how to pray, and I can't memorize it. God's not asking you to memorize anything. Exactly. He's just asking you to read it. Mm-hmm. If he wants you to learn something from it, you won't forget. And if you do read the scripture, and and it's hard to do it all the time. I don't do it all the time. I'm being honest. It's hard. Um, life's busy. But if you read something... And it's one line of a scripture. It's just say it's one or one paragraph. And you're like reading that. And it's like hitting you like a, like a jack. It's just like hitting you like a ton of bricks. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, this That's is right. for me today. This is for me. My, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to do, obviously. But when that happens, that's the Holy Spirit telling you that as far as you want you to go in the Bible. Right. Don't read anymore. Just keep reading that over and over and over until you got it in your head, or at least the theme of it. You don't have to have the Bible verse memorized, but the theme of what the verse is saying, keep reading it because it says to uh, meditate on the word daily. You know, let it, you know, it's like food to the soul. And, right. and, and believe me, we need a lot of food for the soul right now because it's been drained out of us for the last 20 months. So, or 21 months now. So, just when you do that, that whatever that verse or that, if it's a whole patch, a chapter or you're reading and you can't put it down, don't put it down. Right. Read 10 chapters at one time. Cause that's what you're supposed to do that day. That's what we need to heal our soul and to heal our spirit and to heal us mentally is we need the word of God in us reading it. And I, I, I have a thing sent to me. And uh, maybe I, I wish I could put it up in the link. I don't know how to do that. It's a Bible verse of the day from a pastor and his wife, and they just moved to North Carolina from New, from Rhode Island. And I've, I've talked to them with emails, and they do a verse of the day. It's called The Verse of the Day by Kurt and Ellie. Uh, they're pastors, and it's an online ministry. We've I've been... Uh, reading them for years now and they move they're very uh prophetic they don't prophesy to you or anything like that but they use scripture and they take a scripture and then they give their little commentary on it and and i'd say at least eight out of ten times it's exactly what i need for that day their interpretation of it is exactly what i need and plus the verse itself and a lot of times I don't have time to read a chapter. I'll read that on my phone. Right. And it's been food to my soul. Mm-hmm. It is, it's not, they're not teaching theology. It's just, they're giving their interpretation of a scripture, but they're speaking plainly. It's almost like you're in their living room when they're speaking, teaching about this verse. It's very short. It's just one page on your phone. It's not very long. Um, I'm not sure how to put that up or if it's even something you want to do, Dave, but it's um, okay. a, oh, oh, it's called um, Seven Seas Ministry. Seven Seas Ministry. You can shoot Google it, Dave. It's really good. Okay. And they send out a verse every day, and they also do videos on the verses, too. They do a video once. And 
I'm not, I don't get any money for this. This is something that I use as food for me. Right. And I read the scripture, but I also have these come in and they're sometimes I'm going through a day and I look at the passage that they picked and what they said is exactly what I need. It's almost like you're in church and somebody's prophesying over you and reading your mind. I'm like, how in the world will they do this? And they're very humble people and, um, and they love the Lord and they're, they're very wise in their insights. It's not theology in times and all this. They try not, they try to stay away from that. So right. it's seven C's ministry, Google them or duck, duck, go is but they're really good. So, um, anyway, I got up on that tangent, but mental health is huge and they're trying to, they're trying to, you know what, when you can, you know what it is when you can beat somebody down long enough, Dave, and you just beat them down and beat them down and beat them down, then they'll do whatever you want. They're like, right. in the beginning, they're fighting you and they're pushing back, but you beat them down long enough and you break them. Oh, heck with it. I'm just give me the shot. Give me the stinking shot. I'm sick of this. Give me the shot. Mm-hmm. I, I want to travel. I want to see my family. If I have to have a shot, then give it to me. I don't care. Yep. I have... I'm not going to mention names, but I have people that I know that have done that exactly that. And, um, that's on, that's up to them. You know, obviously, I mean, of course, but you know, this is just my opinion. This is bigger than COVID what's happening. This is about the United States of America being attacked and taken apart piece by piece. Build back better. You've heard that, right? They want right. to take us apart, and they want to build us back the way they want to build us back. What they Where think is better. When you're dependent on somebody else, you've lost freedom. You've lost your choice. You've lost your humanity. You've lost yourself. And yeah. that's what they want. And that's what they're doing. And people are falling into it every single day. And when you say... Let's, let's just say anybody out there who's a vaxxer or you're thinking of getting it. I'm going to take the medical part completely out of this state. I'm taking all, right. all the deaths, everything apart out. Mm-hmm. It's all gone. Let's say the vaccines, hundred percent a vaccine. It works. I'm an idiot for not taking it. Right. Okay. The, oh, we lost you again, Dave. Hey folks. <laughs> difficulty there we are it did it again sorry yeah Yeah. i'm almost done um let's say the vaccine's 100 percent. it's great it's uh, the next greatest thing since sliced bread right i wouldn't take it just for the fact that they're forcing me to do something against my will against the constitution of the united states Mm -hmm. for that fact alone i won't do it right it's my body my choice it's against the Constitution of the United States for them to even force a vaccine on the public. That's in the Constitution. That's in our laws. Right. And for that reason alone, because they're forcing me to take something I don't want, I don't need, and I'm, I'm not going to do it just for that. Mm-hmm. Just for that. Because if you give in to this, and many people have, every person that takes the shot, we get one close, one shot closer to a dictatorship. Right. We get one 
shot closer. Every time somebody gets the vaccine, we're one shot closer to communism, to losing America. I am a believer and my home is in heaven, but this is my home on the earth. And my forefathers and your forefathers fought for this country. And we have men and women are dying for it right now. And we are slapping them in the face every time we take that shot. That's just my right. opinion. Because why? Because it's being forced on us as a as a bioweapon. Not see, I take out the, the the part that I believe hurts us as a bioweapon to take away our freedom of choice mm-hmm. and our and our individuality. They want us. They do not want us to be individuals. They want us to be groupthink. And right. for that reason alone, we shouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't do it. I agree. Anyway. It's called civil disobedience, and that's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's good. And the best thing you can do is, uh, oh, and by the way, I'm going to make a prediction. There's going to be another outbreak right before Easter. Yeah. You watch. They're going to lock down again before Easter and then before Memorial, Labor, Memorial Day and uh, 4th of July. You watch. Mm-hmm. Like clockwork. These, you know, the Democrats, they're hard to figure out. They're like, they're just like reading a, you can read a book. It's, it's they're easy to figure out. Yeah, they, they tell us every day what they're going to do before they do it. And if it's you want like to know a, what they're going to do, look at what they did last year. They're going to do it this year. It's and like it's the dummies, the dummies' yeah. guide to the Democrat mind. <laughs> yeah, and you mentioned about the bully. Until we slap them down and say, "Hey, we're Americans. We're not going to do this." Right. They're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, Barry Goldwater said back in the sixties, I think. Um, he said, when the government gets big enough to give you everything you want, it's big enough to take away everything that you have. And that's, we're watching it today, except they're doing it backwards. They're taking away everything you have, which is everything you want. Mm -hmm. And then they're saying, if you take the vaccine, we'll give it back to you. You know, it's, it's, it's a form of, um, I don't know, bribery. I think bribery would be a good word for it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's. Manipulation. It's manipulation. Is exactly, Barbara said manipulation, and um, it's it's um, I don't know if, if you fall into it, it's kind of your own fault. And you know, I was thinking the other day because people were talking about you know having this document ready in case they tell you you need to get the shot, and you can show them well, I'm not taking it. a disclaimer, I'm not taking it for this reason or that reason. But when you do that, I was. And they said this, and it's brilliant, because when you do that, I you're affirming that. Could you try again? That they want you to. Um, that they're right. In other words, you're, you're affirming I'm that they sure have they have a case at all. You know, like you're giving them that letter. Yeah. Okay. Because you're trying to get out of something that they're they're claiming they want. Well, they want to press onto you. So right. when you give them that letter, you're basically telling them, okay. I understand that you have the right to take everything away from me, so I'm giving you this letter. So it empowers them. Yeah. Okay. I never thought about it before, but yeah, dang it, that's what it does. You know, and then when and then when you take the shot, you're empowering them more. Because yeah. they can say, you know, they'll take a group of people, oh, a million people have taken it. Why haven't you taken it? You know, you're thinking, wow, how can I it's my opinion against a million people? I don't know if that's I can handle that. You know, exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. And so people gave it, give it, and they cave, you know. But you know, I wanted to bring something up because you brought up uh, video games before, okay? Yeah. And um, 
I've seen how it works. It's 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 insidious, but it's it's as clever as I've never I've ever seen before. Um, what they're doing now, in a lot of instances, they're making you um, they're making you join into a game. And if you go to stop that game, you know, you know, your mother calls you to come for supper or something. They have it to where they can kick you off because you're not being a part of the team. You know, right? So now they, yeah. yeah so now they, now they have it to where, you know, you can, you're basically signing a contract, a verbal contract, that you're going to stay in this game or else you're going to kick me off. You know, and so it's more of an incentive to stay on the stupid computer. Hour after hour after hour after hour, and you know this happens to both kids and adults, of course. You know, yeah. So you know the wife's like, you know, I, I really need some help around here cleaning up. Well, yeah, but you know, I got to wait till my time's up because if I don't wait, they're going to kick me off. Who the heck are they? You know, they you're giving people power over yourself. You know, and, yeah, and, it's, and you're giving them power over your family too, for that matter. Um, yeah. And then, but I've seen how how they get into this game you can't get them to get away from the stupid computer you know it's like mm -hmm. you know can you go this no I, i'm sorry but i'm you know i'm in the middle of this you know and i'm telling you it's adults as well as kids you know yeah. it's you know i i can't help you do this because i'm in the middle of a game and you know you talk about family being first no because when that happens the game is first and family is second you know, no, and no. and that just disrupts the whole apple cart. You know, you now you've got an apple cart that's got a, a flat spot worn in the wheel. So every time the apple cart goes down the road now, it's going like this. And soon it gets worse and worse. And as soon apples start falling off, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and things like that. So everything has a progression, you know, and that's why you have to stop something before it gets bad or you have to try to attempt to. I think I'm preaching to the choir with a lot of people. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, but um, I don't know. I, I've always been against video games ever since I was young, and they first started coming out with Pong and Burger Time and and Pac Man and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I saw these people that call themselves believers, and they're sitting there with this stupid thing in their hand, going like this, you know. And I'm like, geez, you know, where, where's the Great Commission here? Go out into all the world, and <laughs> he didn't say go out into all the world and play Pac Man. You know, or go out to all the world and play whatever game, you know, that they have nowadays. Mm -hmm. And I, I've always seen it as a gigantic waste of time. You know, um, it's funny because this is my, one of my faults. Okay. I like to research. I live to research. Okay. Or, you know, I live for other reasons, of course, but um, right. that's how important I see it. And sometimes when I'm sitting watching TV or something, I'm thinking to myself, Man, I could be researching right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I could be looking up stuff that are, that's really important. Well, watching TV if you're with your loved one is really important too, right? Because it's something that they want to do. Yeah, you know, and yeah. and I get convicted. I get convicted on two points. One point, I'm not doing my research, but the other conviction is that if I go do my research, I'm ignoring family. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like uh, this, I like this thing trying to tear apart, you know. Mm -hmm. But really, you know, push comes to shove. The one thing is more important than the other, you mm -hmm. know, not the research. So that's another thing I've got to learn. See, I, everybody thinks, oh, David's got his act together. No, David doesn't have his act together. David's just as messed up as everybody else. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> I know. Oh, goodness. But, so, but the, the, I like the, the title, Narcoleptic. It's exactly, it's like people are asleep, even though they're living and they're going to their jobs and doing things, it's like they're in another reality that's not reality. Mm-hmm. It's, I know we, I know our show is named The Matrix, obviously, and there's a movie out called The Matrix of a, uh, of a virtual reality, right? Right. Um, but with all the stuff we're bombarded with every day on our phones and tablets and TV in the now COVID and all the information being sent our way, it, I believe it's, it's numbed a lot of people. They're just right. like, there's they, and I do this. I sometimes watch a movie to zone out. I just want to zone out, I, you know, and it's good to do right. that. It's good to just have your time, but people are zoned out all day long on their phones, um, computers. They're at work, but they're not really at work. They're there. They're working, but their mind's somewhere else, you know, and right. I think people are worried about their futures and worried about their children and families, which they sh- they should be because the way things are going. But right. we have—I don't want to use the word. I guess I can use it. We've kind of been brainwashed over the last 30, 40 years, right? With this, the, with the computer age, with the, you know all the PCs now, we've been kind of we've been brainwashed in um, into thinking, like you said. I should be researching, but I should be watching this movie with my loved one, you know? Um, and, and it's true, but it's, it's even more than that. It's, it's hard to explain, but when I'm, when I'm out there working and I'm driving around where I work, you know, it's like, if you look at people, they're just like in their own little worlds. It's like, it's not like the days where, well, and actually, there are some places in America, like in the Midwest and the South, your neighbor is in trouble. They'll the neighbors will help you. Right. Somebody breaks down, five people pull over to help you. That's right. Over around here, break down, five people pull over to shoot you. Yeah, you know, it's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not exaggerating. So, not everybody, not everybody, but there, there's. It used to be, you know, Compton is a really bad city in Southern California. It's, it's got a reputation. But since all this stuff's been happening, you can't walk in Beverly Hills. People are afraid to go in Beverly, walk around in Beverly Hills. And now the people that live in Beverly Hills are buying guns. And yeah. they're going to gun, gun, gun shops and getting permits to carry. And they're buying weapons. And you're talking about Beverly Hills. Yeah. They're, they're afraid now in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and now these places have defunded the police or funding the, the police. But my point is people are so distracted with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. They miss out on what's really important. God first, That's right? family, you know, church, job. Mm-hmm. And the priorities are now me first you know, no, or job first, which is me first, you know, mm-hmm. families last, or they, they wouldn't say families last, but their actions speak louder than their words. Exactly. You know, and we're, we're kind of, we're in a spiritual war. And I believe the devil is laughing at us every day thinking, 
man, I got these people running around chasing their tails. They're afraid of this. They're afraid of that. They're working so hard to make money and do this and that. They're never going to read their Bible. They're never going to go to church because I got them too busy. Mm-hmm. And, and they're so distracted in their thoughts because of all the stuff going on that they drive to work and don't even remember how they even drove there. Yeah. I bet nobody's done that. Drive to work. You get to work. How did I get here so fast? I don't yeah. remember passing that so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done that before, you know, and I know some of you out there have done that. And it's, it's not good. No, it's, not you're distracted. I've been distracted, yeah. you know, but uh, Yeshua, whether you're, how do I put this? As a believer, he wants us to read the word. He wants us to seek him. But he's still, he loves us unconditionally. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there and you're thinking, because you because uh, of your upbringing, that, you know, you know, um, God doesn't love me anymore because of X, Y, and Z. That's not true. That's right. He totally loves you and he's never abandoned you. And he wants good things for you. And I think we put more pressure on ourselves and condemn us more than God does. Matter of fact, I know That's we right. do. Yeah, we do. Uh, in, in Romans, uh, I can't remember the exact verse. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. That means God doesn't condemn us anymore. And through all the stuff we're going through right now, I think we get down on ourselves. I think we get depressed because we get uh, introverted where we look at what's going on in our life and, and and for good reasons there's stuff going on and not everybody's having a hard time but we can still get so introverted that we start condemning ourselves and we start saying man I'm so stupid why did I do that oh, mm-hmm. I can't believe what I've done and this is this, this. you start bashing yourself mm-hmm. and, we, and we all kind of probably do that a little bit um, there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus God's not bashing you tonight. God is not up in heaven saying, I'm disappointed in you. Mm -hmm. Or you blew it. Or if you would have done things better when you were 20, now that you're 50, you wouldn't be in this spot. Whatever it is, financially, marriage, relationships. Physically. God does not do that. Mm -hmm. Um, He never looks back at the past like that. But we do. And it's hard to move forward in the future when you're driving, dragging the past behind you with like a big anchor from a ship. That's right. Because all it does is make you look back. You ever try to ride a bike or drive a car and look back? It doesn't work out very well. It doesn't. You crash. You crash. You crash <laughs> yeah. and burn because you don't know where you're going. And you mm-hmm. gotta have a you gotta have a destination. You gotta have a goal. Where like this new year that's here. And I'm not saying resolutions. Resolutions. Don't 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 do a resolution. Just I don't. I mean, you can do whatever you want. But you set yourself up for disappointment. Yeah, yeah. Just say in your heart, Lord, help me to do the things this year that you want me to do. And I'll probably forget this prayer, but Lord, you won't. So keep me on track. That's right. And He will. Mm-hmm. He just will. He just does it. I prayed that prayer for things before. And he, brought, he brings it back to my mind. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It's been two weeks. Da, 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 da. And I go right back because <laughs> he reminded me because mm-hmm. I'm 63. Can't help yeah. it. You know, coffee goes short. My memory goes short. So, you know, it's, that's my brain food. Yeah, it is. You know, 
Yeah, yeah. coffee's my brain food. Yeah. Anyway, can you tell? Ambros Ambrosia. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell? <laughs> so anyway, it's it, it just. I just want people out there, we're all going through it. We're all in it together. Don't give up. We're still here. Our country is still America. Yeah, things are bad. But God can change things around like that. And maybe for a season, God will do that and make things better for a short season or slow things down. You know, right. give us some freedoms or take, you know, or give us the freedoms back we lost, you right. know, Um and get rid of some of this COVID. Who knows? You know, uh, God can change something in an instant. And but He does it when. It's, how's it go, Dave? Um, when God's people humble themselves and repent, you know, About their knees, knees, and confess their ahead. sins. When um, my people Israel, yeah, um, bow down before me, ask for forgiveness, confess their sins. This is a paraphrase. Um, I will hear from heaven, hear from heaven to heal their land. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we got to do as a nation, That's as right. a whole, you know? And uh, um, I don't know. I just, I guess, well, whoa, man, we're running on two hours almost. I'll, I'm done. You better. Forget. Well, you know, you know, the thing to remember is that God is in the business of, or Yahweh's in the business of deposing kings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when when Saul wouldn't do what he wanted him to do, he got rid of Saul and installed David. David, thank God, when he did st stuff, he repented. Samuel started messing up, or Samuel, excuse me, Solomon started messing up, and only was allowed to live and complete the temple because God honored his father, not so much him. And then it went downhill from there. Every time there was a bad king, they died. What happened to Jezebel? She fell off the wall and was eaten by dogs. You know, it's like <laughs> transpose Hillary Clinton onto that. But um, and you got Ahab and you got other people that died of consumption. Uh, you know, it's all it did was is waiting and praying, you know, wait on me and pray, basically, is what he's saying. And when we go to take our own actions against stuff, it's not really waiting on him. <laughs> it's doing what we want to do. Um, so. Yes, it seems like it takes a long time for things to get done. I admit that. It seems like nothing is ever going to get done. I see that, too. But I've also seen when I thought that, that things did happen. Yeah. So um, mm -hmm. it's, it's important. Just look at the good things that happened in the past, not all of the failures and stuff like that. But look at the all the good things that happened and see how he walked you through it, got you through it, answered your prayer, and even gave you a little extra for your trouble, you know? Mm -hmm. and um, And then... You know, then you'll see. We we always tend to look at the bad. What did they say? One, one. Um, oh, I can't say that on the radio. But one oh darn erases all the attaboys. You yeah. know, you yeah. can have five hundred thousand things that you did right, and you do one thing wrong, and boy, everybody notices that one. You yeah. know, they don't they don't notice all the good things you've mm -hmm. done. So um, yeah, so don't be the kind of person that attaboys yourself, or not attaboys, but. Um, that faults yourself for one thing when you've done a thousand good things. Okay. Um, and what does Paul say? Whatever, whatever, whatsoever is good, whatsoever is pure, what, you know, I can't remember all the words. Um, and he goes to this whole litany of things that are righteous. And he says, think on these things, you know, and if we think about the good stuff, the bad stuff kind of, kind of unravels and falls to the floor, you know? So, um, 
anyway, I would encourage people to do that. And you're right. We have almost gone two hours. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> man, oh man. I know. We're by fast. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the audience is like, going, oh, my gosh. Come on, guys. <laughs> oh, they're talking about God again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I didn't know the Lord, or even when I didn't, yeah. when I knew Him, we were in a very loose manner that uh, it just didn't work out. But um, all right, Brian, I think maybe it'd be a good time to bring it to an end. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, folks, first of all, it's great to have this guy back. Oh, it's okay? great to be back. And uh, thank yeah, thank you for coming back, Brian. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's well, like, kind of, well, thank you for it's in my it's in my, uh, it's in my five million dollar contract that we signed together. Oh, That's don't let Ralph Everson hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting paid for this. It's just a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me. Oh, five million dollars. Maybe five cents. Yeah, we we'd have a studio and everything else, but. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, folks, we just want to thank you for for coming in and um, uh, oh boy, oh we got we got a, a real jokester in the, in the chat room. Okay, um, eight fifty two. Yeah, just a couple minutes ago, they're mocking us. Of course, yo yo oh. yo, what's happening? I just got my booster today. So, can you see the chat? No, I, I'm not on it. What What is it on again? Uh, down at the bottom, it says chat or hide chat. Oh, right. Uh, Ten minutes to hit that. So I love uh, when these people come yo, on. Oh, oh, okay. What's <laughs> happening? I just got my booster today. Look really at his good. name, Harmacist. <laughs> I, you know, it's a free country. You want to get a booster shot? You want to get COVID? Go ahead and get it. You know, that's up to you. Uh, we're just reporting what... We've seen the facts, basically. It's just what's happening. That's right. You know? That's right. So, so, none of the stuff so we're we, saying is, it, it all can be proven. And I'm laughing along with them because, no, you know, it's, it's you know, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I think it's kind of funny, actually. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's okay. You know, it's. I, I you know, know I. Whoever this is, I, I pray he doesn't get sick from the booster. I really do. I don't want to see anybody get sick. That's right. No, really. Maybe. Whoever you are, I, I, if it helps you, great. You know, and I just pray you don't get sick from it. Well, maybe you I got a booster chair, Brian. Maybe you got a booster chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now you can sit up with the big people. Okay. You're, you're welcome. I really mean that. We're not trying to attack anybody. We're just giving our opinion. Yeah, and I really honestly mean that. I know people have gotten sick from the shot, and I don't want to see you sick. So yeah, that's for anyway, sure. Thanks for being and watching and listening physically. Anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, in that in that uh, realm of thinking, uh, let's uh, again, folks. Thank okay, you for thanks. coming. You're you're wonderful. And Brian, what I've been doing at the end of every show is this. Mm-hmm. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out, your coming in, your rising up, and your lying down. May he bring you peace beyond all understanding. Amen and amen. So, amen. anyway, that's just something I threw in there at the end. I got to no, do that's my, good. That's my good. Spock. I, I can't Spock. do that. I cannot, can't, I'd have to tape them, duct tape them. I couldn't do it. <laughs> 
Well, you got you. You know, you work with your hands a lot too. I know, so but I just yeah, it's just there. like oh, can't do it. <laughs> okay, folks, we're gonna <laughs> sign off. Brian, if you want to stay on for a second, we'll. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, folks. Uh, anyway, bye, folks. Have a good week. <laughs> good night.